1: Oh, ladies and gentlemen, have we got a special show for you today. Um, I'll be the first to admit one promotion that we haven't really touched on a whole, whole lot is Ring of Honor, and that is about to change because joining us from Ring of Honor today, the metalhead maniac himself, the host of Coffee with Sledge, Sledge himself. Welcome to the show.
0: Hello. 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 (laughs)
1: thank you so much for joining us today
0: you're you're welcome sorry if i'm i sound a little weird i apologize i just had had mouth surgery so i'm just i'm trying to articulate as much as i possibly can without hurting my jaw
1: (laughs) no worries no worries and hopefully we will make this as painless as possible
0: that's what the doctor said
1: oh man well, well so we, we really try to mean it sometimes doctors can't can, they can't avoid that so no, my doctor weird.
0: was great he's awesome <laughs> and he, we got some cool video that's going to come out on a vlog of me just being just completely just out of my mind it's hilarious like, oh, my- I, keep, I keep watching it and i'm just laughing my ass off so i'm like i, I, I gotta put this together so yeah I'll be. Out oh with-
1: my god I can't wait for that. All right. So uh, we do have a little bit of traditions here on the show and everything. So I'm going to throw this to Kayla. All
2: right. As our tradition, we always have to ask a question. How did you get into wrestling as a fan?
0: Uh, That's probably the typical answer that everybody has. You know, I was a fan as a kid and I just loved professional wrestling. So uh, when I got a chance to do it, um, the door actually closed once on me um where i didn't go through the door it was presented to me and i was just like nah you know i actually had a girlfriend at a time tell me it was stupid that i would never make any money in professional wrestling i need to get a real job ha 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 (laughs) (laughs) you know look at me now
1: jokes on her
0: jokes on her (laughs) and i tell her that all the time (laughs) so so, no it's uh and then uh it hurts to smile um (laughs) uh no i went and uh the door opened again. Uh, buddy of mine went to a, like a, an independent show, and they had a school. And he came back to me. He's like, "Dude, you got to do this. You got to do this." And um, well, when the door opens twice, you kind of got to go through it and kind of figure out what the door, you know, it leads to. And well, it led to a lot of heartache, but a lot of cool. Sh- I don't know if I can cuss on this thing or not.
1: Oh, feel free. Okay,
0: a lot of <laughs> I love how everybody just gives me the thumbs up and like a middle finger at the same time. I'm like, what, what's going on here? Um,
2: <laughs>
0: you know. uh Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that Uh, Door opens twice Gotta go through it I had my ups, I had my downs in professional wrestling But I'm more of on an up right now than I am on a down So if that makes any sense
1: No, totally And I think you killed two two of Caleb's questions Like right in one
2: (laughs) Honestly, you did Uh, The second one, just just out of curiosity Was like, what was the moment Is there any particular match or anything That you saw that you decided to pursue your career In wrestling?
0: You mean like in a uh, – like if I went to like an independent show and all of a sudden I was like, I can do that? Or are you talking about like a match, like all of a sudden on TV, I was just like, I got
2: either it. Either one. Either one. Just something um new.
0: Yeah, I was watching uh, – uh, when I was – what really hooked me with professional wrestling was like Bret Hart and uh, Mr. Perfect, like SummerSlam 91 for the Intercontinental title. That was really like hooked me into professional wrestling. I was just like, wow, these guys are really good. They're very athletic. And I was only like six at the time, I think, maybe like five or six, 91 um if you can do math uh, i was born in 85 do the math um and uh but then just constantly being like a huge fan of it and just constantly watching it and studying it and then finding buddies who liked it and then all of a sudden we're into the attitude era now everybody loves wrestling it doesn't matter if you're a wrestling fan before or a wrestling fan you know uh, all of a sudden you know everybody's walking around with stone cold and suck at t-shirts and everybody's <laughs> you know, how many times you've been suspended for telling your teacher to suck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just one of those things where it's like all of a sudden people are walking around school with like Goldberg t-shirts. And I'm like, like how'd you guys know about Goldberg? He doesn't know about Goldberg. But I was like always one of those guys who like was like a, a quiet wrestling fan. Like I never wore like WWE shirts. I never wore like any of that stuff. Like a lot of my buddies who knew that I was into professional wrestling like would hang out with me and we would do like tape trade or like, oh, I recorded Raw last night because it was, you know, it was past our bedtime, but I recorded it, so let's all go over after school and watch Raw, you know, or we'd have, like, backyard matches and then trampoline matches, and then it just kind of, you know, I totally went off the question, but, um, <laughs> and I, I do that, so please, if something like that happens, just be like, yo, shut the, up. And <laughs> trying, to, trying to do a podcast here, this isn't your shit, this is our shit, Go down, you know?
3: Well, technically, uh, your shit is our shit, so we're cool. So well, then, we're all, does- then we're all full of shit. Then and, and,
1: Jolie, <laughs> and, and honestly, Jolie does that all the time. So yeah,
3: uh, I just
0: I go off on rants sometimes. I just go like, trying to go off topic. Sometimes it's just what happens. Um, but yeah, Bret Hart. And then I went to an independent show uh, after my buddy was like, "Yo, dude, you got to like go to the school." You know, I was like, "Well, let me check out their sh- a show at least." So he's like, "Oh yeah, I got tickets to the next show. Let's go." And I was like, "All right." And I went and I saw um, they had a hurricane on the show. Jane Holmes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in the front row and I was, you know, a fairly bigger guy in the front row, you know. And uh, I wanna say uh it was him versus um uh Shannon Ballard. I don't know if you guys know or familiar with the Ballard brothers, but they're very old school, they helped train John Cena. You know, they're they're very like they helped had a huge hand in me. So like I watched them and they did something where it was like Shane did like a tope to the outside and Shannon caught him, and then he popped up and got his fire, and he like came up to me and he like sm- like Shane like smacked me in the chest and like smacked me in the hands. Was like yeah, and I was like, dude, this is fucking awesome. Yes, let's do this. And then yeah, I went to with That <laughs> that was I just killed like half your interview with one question. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: no no no,
1: we're feel- we're just getting started. <laughs> uh, speaking of
3: Miss, uh, I love to go on tangents, Jolie. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so, <laughs> I do hi hello hello um so we all have idols like you said you were about six years old I was six years old when I started getting into it and I know who my idols were growing up and you, you've already killed Bret Hart but was there anybody else oh yeah that was uh I, idols oh yeah
0: and it what's just really cool is like I can consider them like well especially one of them like more like a mentor than anything and like I actually like use his finish and because he gave me the honors to use it so I use it now as a finish, um, is uh, Gangrel. That's awesome. Yeah, I was a huge, like, I was, a, I, I, as you can see in my room, I'm like, horror, horror, punk. I don't know if anybody is watching this a lot. Like, I don't know if you guys are putting this out on video or, you know, but, you know, I'm a huge Horror flick fan, so, um, you know, Gangrel with the brood, you know, vampires, I'm huge into vampires, i was huge into Lost Boys, huge into Blade, I got the blade sword and shit, you know. Um,
3: lost boys is a very very awesome classic vampire I just, movie
0: I, I literally was just watching that on a flight I, I was like yeah dude like they got lost boys yeah i can get lost in this for like an hour and a half yeah let's do that you know <laughs> so that and, like goodwill hunting like, oh. just, like one of my favorite movies is like goodwill hunting oh, no yeah. one who's listening to this podcast knows what goodwill hunting is they're all 18 19 year old kids going what the fuck <laughs> yeah we're all oh, i'm an old guy all right you know so uh I don't know. If, what was it? My idols. Sorry. Yeah. Like uh, gangrel um, had a huge hand in me. Um, well, Sir Ballard brothers definitely had a huge hand in me uh, who I had definitely look up to in the business. Um, there's a lot of guys, even there's a lot of guys now that I like to look up to in business. I go for like advice and was, will pull me. So I don't step on a landmine. They're like, there's landmines out there. I'll help guide you around them. But if you step in one, don't, don't say nobody. I didn't try to guide you. You know what I'm saying? So I got a couple of guys like that who like have really like kind of helped me, you know, especially in the ring of honor, you know, to help me kind of mold me into, you know, what the metalhead maniac is and the character and all that stuff. If that answers your question.
3: It does. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching like ROH in college and CCW in college. It was like little tiny halls, but I loved all the characters all the craziness like you know just i can't honestly remember any of the wrestlers names because it was like at four o'clock in the morning and i was on duty as a resident assistant so i was half asleep yeah. as is but yeah like i would watch that and I, that was some of the coolest wrestling i had ever seen and plus brood and hardy boys was one of the greatest feuds oh, okay. of the that of that era um well a lot of people believe that like ring
0: of honor is dead like so when like the bullet club left and all those guys left, and they all started at AEW. Like, everybody thought, like, okay, well, here's the death of Ring of Honor. Like, Ring of Honor's going to die. And um, I was just recently signed when all that stuff was, like, happening. Like, between, like, Ring of Honor and AEW and, and you know, all that, all that fun stuff. And I keep telling people all the time, like, Ring of Honor's not dead. Look at where all the former Ring of Honor main guys are. You know, they're all in you know uh you know on wwe like big stars in wwe or you know you you know or back with us at ring of honor you know we're not dead we've just been sleeping we've just been waiting for the right time to put out the product that we've decided to put out and the production team that we have and the writers we have and all that you know it all started with that pure tournament and coming back with a new look and new everything and then all of a sudden it's just kind of snowballed and keeps snowballing and now we're going back to live fans in July, you know, and I'm still July 11th, live fans, you know, pay-per-view. Like we've just been, we, we've been putting out awesome freaking content since the time we were able to get back to work. Like we have some of the best professional wrestling on TV right now. No one can argue that. Some of the hardest hitting, some of the best storytelling, some of the best everything. You're like, no one can say that Ring of Honor has, has a bad product right now. And if you did, man, you should really look at what's on TV right now. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't watch it.
3: No, I actually, I, I haven't been able to watch a lot of the stuff, but when I watch clips on YouTube, the action is fantastic. I'm actually a big fan of um, Mike Bennett. I was able to see him him. in, I think one of his last, like it was like the last SmackDown. Mm -hmm. No, no. It was a lot. One of like the last house shows um, I think he was part of a house show, and he was wrestling. I think they were doing a taping there for something, and he was wrestling there. And I was actually able to get a picture of him finally winning a match in WWE. And because, um, like, I think that was when he was in that weird dumbass storyline that they had him in, where he kept losing, and it was it was a very bad storyline. And even I crit criticized. I'm a big WWE fan. Like, I criticized the hell out of that storyline that they put him in. But like I said, I'm a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of Maria. Um, I finally got to meet her at WrestleMania 35 Access. Like, I used to watch her back in the Attitude Era and then the late 2000s. So, it's like, it was nice getting to actually see him wrestle in person because, like, I watched him for a while.
0: One um, of those guys that I kept telling you that I just told you guys about, like, tells me not to step on landmines and kind of moves me around a little bit mm-hmm. is Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett, me and Mike Bennett have a great relationship. He's one of those guys I look up to and ring of honor. Cause he's done it all over the place. And with him being sober and me being sober, he's like one of those guys that I can really like look up to, you know? So he's one of those guys that like, kind of steers me, you know, like don't step on this landmine. Let's move you this way. Let's go that. You know, and every time I have a problem or anything like that, like I have a, like, I want to write something or I have an idea like, I'll I'll come to Mike about it and be like, hey, what do you think? How do you think I should approach this? So on and so forth. He's great. He's one of the best, and his wife is absolutely fantastic as well. Maria, what she's doing with our wind with bl- 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 words, what she's doing <laughs> with the women's division right now is absolutely fantastic, and we have some of the best best female wrestlers that are coming in to do this thing, and it's it's insane. If you guys haven't been watching on Wednesdays, watch on Wednesdays on YouTube. It's amazing. You'll see some of the best women's wrestling out there, guaranteed.
1: I've been catching uh, some of the clips online and everything, and I know mm-hmm. they're getting together a banger tournament for the su- for the summer and everything. And actually, one of the girls who got her ticket to the show, uh, Trisha Dora, she's actually been on our show a couple times yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. She's a- she's job. absolutely fantastic, and Amazing so job. yeah, yeah. So it's like I know she's going to throw it down like crazy and everything. And everybody else that they're getting together, it's it's going to be sick.
0: When I uh, uh, I originally met Trish at my at my tryout with Ring of Water, it was oh. when I first met her. And then she would come in and train with us at the dojo every once in a while when she was, like, able to get off work or whatever she had going on in her personal life. She would come in and she would roll around with us. She was awesome. She's always been great. And it's one of those cool things to see her out now actually getting the opportunities and and the shine that that I believe that she deserves. And, yeah, like, girls, her, her, uh, Roxy, you Mm -hmm. know, um, they just have such, like, badass, like, females coming in. And I, I I don't know the name of all of them. I'm, I'm learning just as well as you guys are online of who's coming in, who's not coming in. And I'm just very, very excited. I'm extremely excited about this women's tournament. It's going to be awesome. Yeah.
2: It's
0: going to be fun to sit back and watch as a fan. Because you guys would think that, like, oh, you you work there. Like, you have the inside track on shit. I don't know anything. So <laughs> when things are on TV, I'm just as excited as you guys are. Because I don't want to yeah. know. I want to be excited. So when I watch something I on Ring of Honor and I go... Oh, I didn't see that coming. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's an awesome. Like my mind starts going nuts. Like, oh, hey, that's a cool finish. Like, oh, that be you know, so my mind starts going just as well as like everybody else's when they watch our product. Like, oh, man, this is really badass. So I'm just as surprised as you guys are when they're announcing the women's. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. You know, like that's, you know, so
1: sweet. That's a good that's a good take on it. That's a good side of it as well. And everything is like, I'm
0: still a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of professional wrestling. That's what got me into professional wrestling in the first place. Is I was a fan. And then it was, you know, after that it was another step. And then bam, professional wrestler. Now I work for one of the biggest wrestling companies in the world. You know, it's like it's 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 awesome. But yeah, I still watch everything. I try I try to. I try to. It's so hard to watch everything out there, but I try to. I try to watch as much as I possibly can. I'm not a huge WWE fan. Um, I'll watch it if something interests me. Um aw i'll watch it if something interests me like the matt seidel christian cage match really interests me so i was like oh, i'll watch it you know or if i have a, like a buddy on dark or uh, elevate or Nine Twelve or 14 whatever other shows they're coming out with you know i'll sit there and watch it but i mostly watch like ring of honor like new japan i know that wasn't one of your questions
3: but it's all good it's all good it's all good <sighs> All right, so let's get no. back into the wrestling bit of everything because you said you were a fan. So I have a double-sided question. What has been one of your craziest matches to watch? Like one of your favorite matches that you like to watch? Mm. And what's one of your favorite craziest matches that you've actually performed?
0: Mm. Craziest matches I've watched. I've watched a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> I mean, I've watched everything from like Tournament of Death to um, Cage of Death. To tournament of death, to niner of death, to Japanese death, to you know, like GCW. You know, I watched everything, so it's like the craziest shit like I've ever seen. Like that's really hard to say because I've seen a lot of crazy shit. The craziest shit I've been involved in though. I used to do hardcore. Okay. Um, I've been in a death match. I've been in two of them. Um, I was lit on fire. That was fun. Ooh. Yeah, uh, barbed wire, thumbtacks, glass, all that stuff. I did. not J.D. Horror, man, he's like my best friend. I actually saw him yesterday. Um, we used to be in a tag team, and then we did, did this huge storyline, and then uh, as breaking up as a tag team. I turned on him, big heel, blah, blah, blah. Boom, we're going to have this big blow-off. Um, before the big blow-off, I got um, really intoxicated, and I shouldn't have. And I should have never have walked out that curtain. But I told him I owed him one. I said, let's do it when I'm sober. I'm, like, I'm sober now. Let's do it again. Let's set the whole scene. Let's do the whole gimmick again and you know I, I i owe you one and he's like all right let's do it and uh it was a crazy death match man it was really crazy we had weed whackers and we had we had some of the barbed wire and and and, and, and thumbtacks and fire and we just we also didn't go on until like two in the morning either which was crazy that cool. was stupid we 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 pulled this huge house from the story, right for the i think it was the uew heavyweight title and we pulled this huge story and Said so, you know we every it's sold out and I'm like yo you, we need to go on before intermission like because you have twenty matches on this card and, and I don't want to go on after all these guys because everybody's gonna be so tired no 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 it'll be fine it'll be great they know it's gonna be late night it'll be fine by the time we're getting on it's about one or two in the morning and twenty five percent of people you know maybe twenty five percent of the house was there, still there you know I was like man. Like we it was full. They wanted us. Like they were chanting for us. They wanted the blood and we should have gave it to them. We gave 25% of the people that were, you know, sold out there. But um, that was probably the craziest match that I've been in. Um, where it was like fire and um, I had a flight to catch the next day and I was still bleeding on my head. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, that and me jumping from twenty yeah,
3: eight feet in the air?
0: No. It was like twenty something feet in the air. Yeah.
3: What'd you do? Jump off a balcony? Yep. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember seeing a lot of those back in my college days. CCW, them jumping off, like, the balconies and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah I, I do always to
0: do uh, Marlon Bishop at some nightclub in Denver for one of their RMPs' pay-per-views. It was, like, right before I signed with Ring of Honor. It was great. Um, I was living in Baltimore at the time. I wasn't signed, but uh, I was training at the dojo, and I posted me jumping off from on twitter and i got nicely pulled into the office like hey don't do
3: that again <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: okay yeah, yeah. so but,
3: where is the dojo is that in baltimore
0: yeah it's in yeah it's in baltimore
3: Maryland. Yeah. so roh is actually based out of baltimore correct okay hmm. i just hate the bay bridge He's i live a, in po- i live in delaware um so I've been to Baltimore multiple times. I just hate yeah. the Bay Bridge.
0: Um, July 11th, we're back. Fans, let's go.
3: Jolie. I will try. Saturdays are hard for me to get off. and You guys know this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're coming down with a flu. It'll be, it'll be full. It'll be full in like a month and a half. And then you really can't go to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's just for that one day, though. It's only a 24-hour yeah. flu. Yeah. Next day you'll feel fine. You'll be able to <laughs>
3: I'm. I'm definitely going to try to get to an ROH show. Definitely.
0: Yeah, we got some cool shit coming. Like we really do. I can't say anything, but we got some cool shit coming. Sweet. Like my match with O'Shea Edwards that, that airs this Thursday. Um, I'm very excited about that. I don't know. Is that you're...
1: number? Is that number three? Number three. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you um, you mentioned him earlier as uh trying to like uh someone you went to and everything but during a recent Q&A you actually said that Mike Bennett is actually your dream opponent yeah so you've never you've never faced him in the ring before nope okay so what what catapulted him what what catapulted him to the top of your list
0: look at him he's on fire (laughs) right now yeah I mean he's he's Mike he's Mike Bennett you know (laughs) like He really is, man. The guy has been through hell and back and he's in the best shape of his life right now. He's in the best part of his career right now. And why would I not want to face a guy like that? Someone who's on the top of their game that could possibly raise me up to his level if not surpass his level, you know? Mm -hmm. Which I'm not saying I'm not on his level. Anyway, shape and form. I think what we'll do is absolute fucking magic in there, Mm -hmm. which a lot of people will want to see and a lot of people will want to pay to see and a lot of people will probably want to see it more, you know? the story that we could tell. And that's mm-hmm. all about me. It's about the stories. What, oh, story can tell? what story can I get over? Yeah, And I think a story with him would be fantastic. It really would, especially him right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Either against him or working with him. With some kind of alliance or something like that.
1: All right. Well, you kind of like swayed me, kind of segue to my second question. So like on the mm-hmm. flip side of that, Mike's your dream opponent. Would he also be your dream tag partner or? Absolutely. Do you have somebody- okay.
0: Oh yeah. Something like, like a guy like that that I can learn from, which I still learn from every time. Like I am at TV because I always come to him. I always have him, you know, watch my matches and just rip me apart and critique the shit out of me. Um, to have a guy like that on the apron with me, mm-hmm. he, he, you know, being able to learn from him, watch him, the way he moves, the way everything that he does oh yeah, like we'd be a fantastic fucking tag team. Awesome. We'd be ROH tag team champs in no time. Ooh, I am not saying that what he's not doing with OGK right now with Taven and shit isn't good. I'm not saying that because okay, mm-hmm. they're an awesome tag team, former New Japan, you know, tag champs, former fucking ROH tag champs. Um, they're probably going to be ROH tag champs again. Um, I would love to just be in that mix, even with the, even if we had Taven and we were a three way. I would love to get in that mix somehow and and make some some cool magic.
1: Sweet. Ooh, ROH is on notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
2: right, Kayla. She looks busy. I was ringing. I was actually reading up on uh, Ring of Honor here, just looking at it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, she was weird. actually looking
2: up who I was. That's no, I was. <laughs> no, because um, before I jump in a question, because um, it kind of relates to this. Um, I have watched Ring of Honor on and off, but honestly, it's like I kind of forget about it. So, me as a wrestling fan and others out there, for us not watching it, what are we missing out on?
0: Some of the hardest hitting professional wrestling out there you want real fucking professional wrestling watch ring of honor it's real fucking professional wrestling you don't want any gimmicks or hokiness or any kind of other stuff that's out there watch ring of honor watch how hard hitting it is watch the storytelling watch the matches that we put together watch the whole production from everything we do on youtube to everything we do on television it's absolutely amazing and the people we have in the locker room even the people we don't have in the locker room right now that are still across the ponds whooping ass like Joe Hendry looks like an absolute god right now and I think he just did like almost a 500 pound squat like get out of here dude like you were you've only been gone for a year you know Um, who will come back and make a huge impact when the borders are back open you know it's just one of those things man where it's just like we're on the map we're we don't need the way I look at it is like ROH doesn't need like another company to help pull it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. A lot of these right. companies
0: are pairing together to help pull. Ring of Honor doesn't need that. We don't need anybody to help pull us. If anything, we're going to have people latch onto us and we're going to pull them. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but you got me convinced definitely to start watching it because I'm going to be well, actually. I'm on no, it. No. <laughs> no, no i think honestly the last time i really kind of just like stopped is you said it earlier when like the bullet club like cody and all them left of course so um I've, we dead. so i've always been a huge cody fan but now you know have an opportunity you know talk to you and yeah i'm convinced i'm gonna okay. come back and start watching ring of honor so Good.
0: Good. <laughs> tweet me and tell me how you like it
2: i will <laughs> I we do, will. we do,
0: we do, we do uh watch alongs every monday with all the Ring of Honor people. Well, not all of them. Well, most of them. Yeah. Um, where we'll sit there and watch it. It airs on Fight TV at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, that would be 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, where you can sit there and watch it live on Fight TV as it airs and tweet with us using mm-hmm. hashtag watch ROH. And we'll all tweet and yada, yada, yada. What's going on? And a lot of fun. We're doing that with uh, Monday's watch-along and then Wednesday's watch-along with the uh, women's tournament that, or the women's matches that are being interviewed.
1: Right. So Sweet. Yeah, we're
0: doing a lot of things. Then you got week by week on Tuesdays. Um, they have matches on Wednesdays, Thursdays, like all kinds of exclusive stuff coming out just because ring of honor has the best show on the planet. Honestly.
1: Nah, And it's like, um, I'm, I'm one of the ones who got into wrestling kind of late. Like I was in my, my mid twenties and it's all because of my nephew and everything. And so, <laughs> and so it's just like, it, Uh, definitely working with being on social media and like doing this podcast and everything's definitely broadened my horizons and everything Mm -hmm. and so it's like this is just another area that just tapping into a little bit more so it's like so it's like I'm checking off all the notches with all the wrestling and everything so it's like yeah it's like getting in getting more interested in ring of honor and everything and just oh it's like totally fired up and everything so
0: there's a lot of cool cool stuff going on right now in the world of professional wrestling and absolutely i'm just it's very fun to watch everything kind of see how it plays out yeah you know
1: definitely for sure all right so okay so you mentioned it earlier uh your tape uh your Third bout with O'Shea Edwards is coming, uh, is, is uh, airing soon and everything because the first two ended in draws. That means you two both like killed each other to the time limit and everything. Yeah, so I'm good.
0: still beat up, so oh, but, you yeah, know, he's a he's a monster, he's a big dude, you know.
2: Yes, I've seen, I've seen it
0: just like him saying he's gonna, I'm gonna feel him. I guarantee you, he's gonna feel me too. So,
1: <laughs> so besides the third round with uh, O'Shea and everything, who else do you got your eyes on in the ROH? To lock up with, PCO. Okay, all right. What's going on with PCO?
0: You eliminated me in the battle royal.
1: Ooh, I'm pissed. Oh yeah, that last. Oh, that last battle. Yeah, did you-, you? just had the battle royal, right? Or-
0: mm-hmm.
1: Okay, <laughs> that was my
0: chance to get into the ranking. That was my chance to get into the in- into the eyes of the people. Mm-hmm. And PCO took that away from me, and I'm looking oh. the- for that.
2: Ooh,
1: the bastard!
0: <laughs> I want to see if PCO is really not human.
1: Challenged. Thrown down. Storm
0: is coming. Yeah, I want to see.
1: Yeah, see <laughs> oh my god! All right, so let's flip this um out of wrestling for a second. Uh, as I said at the start of the show and everything, you're the host of Coffee with Sledge. So, um so tell us more about the show. How all that got started?
0: Pandemic. I was. At, I I was home, and I got sent home from the road from Ring Bonner, and you know I need something to. I took it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Like a buddy of mine who is a huge success on Twitch right now. I have a couple buddies that are huge successes on Twitch. They kept telling me to get on Twitch years ago. And I was like, nah, screw that. I don't need <laughs> And then, um you know, the door opens twice. So you kind of got to go through it. And then next thing you know, I'm dropping a ridiculous amount of money on equipment um that I wasn't planning on doing. I was right. I like, oh, just kind of make it into like a little, you know, that. And then nah. the next thing you know, it's just like, I want better quality. I want better this. I want to give the fans this. I want to give my viewers this. I want to do this. And, and I start studying, you know, different talk shows, and different way people articulate things and, and, and word things and how many times they say, um, and how many times they say like, and how many times they say this and how many times they say that. And like, I, I just start kind of getting into it. And more the, the, I learned to articulate better. And the more I learned how to do, uh, the t- talk show better is I learned how to do interviews better. Mm-hmm. like this i just used it as a tool because usually when i do interviews or i don't talk a whole lot um the whole interview thing is like new to me like i've barely done any podcasts i mean i did a steve austin podcast but that was kind of out of thin air right right um i wasn't getting lined up to do podcasts so i wouldn't be able to really know how to talk honestly and in the professional wrestling business you need to know how to do both mm-hmm. you know how to perform you know how to talk and i took it as a tool to learn how to talk and that's kind of where it came and now it's a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday show. When I'm not recovering from mouth surgery, or I'm not away at TV, and it's consistent Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and we we've been going for almost a year straight. I think next month it's like a year, and it's grown and it's grown. And I've had ridiculous amounts of guests. Um, I just had Dylan Bowman from I Prevail on. You know, I've had different musicians to professional wrestlers from professional wrestlers in WWE to professional wrestlers and aew to professional wrestlers and roh to independent guys that are trying to get their name out there mm-hmm. you know i don't discriminate from anybody it's Like, if you want to be on the show let's talk about it Let's see if you have a story and let's, you know let's kind of go with it you know because i take it as like just a kind of like what we're doing we're just sit down having having a bullshit session it's not really exactly. like, it's not really anything like super major like it is super major because you guys podcast but i'm just saying that it's not like the pressure's on and there's a camera on you and you have to you know get this right it's just you no know, it's bullshit see what happens oh you know? and that's <laughs> kind of the cool thing about my about my podcast we have a mercury monday from mercury Gaden from rmp comes on who has a youtube channel who you know is uh partnered with twitch he comes on and we talk about day in the life and just stupid shit and then i do one with christy Janes on you know wednesdays and on mm. fridays is usually when i have my big guests you know on and then sunday i do ch- church which is a heavy metal church and i have a buddy come on and we talk heavy metal nice you know, and we do it all interactive, and we do, er, interact with the chat, and we just sit here and just talk and BS. It's fun. It really is. I kind of look forward to it. You know, I'm having a bad day. I'll come here. I'll I'll bitch about my bad day, and people will weigh in and call me a bitch or call me whatever. You're just whining, and I'm like, yeah, I am. Screw you. You know, or whatever. You know, I feel like doing that day. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. We're gonna have like we're gonna have more guests too, and you know, with all the content I'm trying to create with my YouTube and put TikTok and all that other fun stuff man. i kind of stay pretty busy as much as i possibly can so i don't like downtime
1: yeah i mean unfortunately it, it's like very unfortunate with us and everything we each have like three different work schedules and everything so literally like sundays are the only day we can record anything
0: sundays pretty are usually mi- my day off <laughs> so anyway, it's okay
1: <laughs> yeah i mean we had to make we had to make an exception one time because uh because the girl was on the road and everything. But it's like, normally it's like Sundays is like really the only day record. So it's like, I know when we send out invites and everything, I say Sundays, but we can reschedule if need to. It's like, we're not trying to inconvenience you. It's just like Sundays are really our only free day.
0: (laughs) Well, I felt bad because I had to reschedule with you guys. And I I didn't realize I was flying that day. And when I got your guys' invite, you know, to the Zoom gimmick, you know, and I was just like, oh, Mark, that's not going to work. Like I land the time that they need me. Like, that's not going to work. I landed literally at 3.30. Yeah, I was like, if we can make make it later, cool. Let's do mate, let's make it later, you know. And then you're like, well, we'll just reschedule for this day. I was like, okay, that's a lot better. I'll be home. It'll be all good, you know. I'm not traveling. I'm not going and you know, trying to make this to this and yeah, it's uh, yeah. it worked out great. It it
1: definitely it, it all worked out great. And I'd rather mind.
0: this quality, like with a good microphone, a good audio mixer, than trying to go through my cell phone because the audio sometimes is really crackly and really just. You know, and as you guys are, you know, someone who produces a show who puts it together, good audio is way better than bad audio. So,
3: oh yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, I like the one like, uh huh. The
0: uh-huh. one that
3: actually self taught herself how to do everything. Yeah i I have to like cut. I've had to cut out pieces where everything cuts out. That I think, knock on wood, this is the first interview we've had in a long time where it did not cut out at all. I mean, I love oh, every, wow. all of our interviews, but technology can be so failable.
0: Absolutely. Especially in the the hotel that they put us in. Oh, yeah, I'd be clipping all over the place. Yeah, the (laughs) Wi-Fi was horrible. But I can't complain. I'm a gold member. I can't complain.
1: (laughs) And I do do know for your show and everything, you do have a sponsorship with uh, Catfight Coffee. And I just got my order yesterday, and it is wonderful.
0: Head over to catfightcoffee.com, use promo code slash 15, and get 15% off your order. (laughs) I also have my own beard oil, which is great. Mad Cat Beard Care. Ooh. use promo code sledge you got that metalhead mocha got like that coffee scent to it and, you know it's great i i love the smell of it and then you have like delirious lime who's delirious from ring of honor he has his scent's great i love the limes like i'll put the lime on too they always send me stuff i think josh woods has a has a cinnamon flavor i haven't tried it yet i know beer city's got like a beer flavor like uh the, the briscoes have their own own sidell has sidell orange which is great like Mad Cat Beer Care takes care of like all of us, right?
1: Sweet. Oh, guys are, guys are circulating all over the place and everything. So that's fantastic. I, I...
0: Ring of Honor just came out with some action figures, man. They got Brody and, and, uh, Jay Lethal. It's really, really cool looking.
1: Nice. Nice. All right. I know, I know Jolly's got one more thing on her, uh, mind. All right. So you said, you only
0: get one.
3: Yes. Only <laughs> one. You said that, you know, when you first got offered, to go through the door, you didn't. And mm-hmm. then when it was finally re-offered to you, you went through. Right. If somebody wants to get started in the business, what would be your biggest piece of advice to them? Besides going through the door. What are
0: you willing to, I always do this. Like when people ask me this question, I, and I always say this at seminars too. What are you willing to sacrifice? And everybody looks at me weird. Like, what are you talking about? What you think that WWE or AEW or ROH or any of them are just going to come to your doorstep and go, hey, we want you not how it works that's not how i got my job you know what are you willing to sacrifice if if a company says hey we want you and we'll only move you but we can't move your boyfriend what are you going to do what are you willing to sacrifice wrestling doesn't owe you anything it doesn't owe anybody anything not a damn thing for anything we owe professional wrestling for being able to put food on our tables and being able to um perform and be larger than life characters you know so that's why i ask people all that all the time what are you willing to sacrifice you know everybody asked me how i got to ring of honor and my story to ring of honor isn't they didn't come to my door i went to their door and i knocked and i stomped and i kicked as hard as i can and i put everything on the line to be part of ring of honor i left everything to relocate to baltimore maryland on a whim with a hope with no guarantee. No money, no nothing. And I moved clear across the United States for an opportunity to work with one of the biggest wrestling companies in the world. And it panned out. And I was able to move back to California where I live now. Um, But I I mean, like I said, I left everything. Everything I knew, you know. Are you willing to sleep in your car for the night? Are you willing to sacrifice birthdays? Sacrifice anniversaries, Sacrifice sometimes children's births? Funerals? Weddings? Just because you're on the road. You know what are you willing to sacrifice That is a big one And that's how I That's the best advice I can give anybody Just think about what you're willing to sacrifice Because nothing's going to come to your door You have to go out and get it And make sure you have a good support team Behind you because that makes your life So much more easier if you have a good support team Make sure you surround yourself With people that believe in you Don't surround yourself with people who don't believe in you Who are jealous of you who will tell you all the time That you're not going to make it You know because you don't need those people dragging you down. Because the wrestling game is a huge mental game as well. If you're not mentally strong enough to be here, wrestling will chew you up and spit you out. You know, it's done it to some of the best professional wrestlers out there. You know, and I'll just stop there. I could, I, I can just keep going. <laughs> yeah, I really could. I'm sorry, but yeah. What, what are you willing to sacrifice to make your dreams come true?
3: Amen. <laughs> Today's motivational message comes to you from Sledge.
0: I'm a very motivational guy, man. I've seen
3: I your my, tweets. I've seen your tweets.
0: I, that's how I live my life. You know, a lot of people don't believe I belong where I'm at right now because I am a recovering addict. And I am a you know, I was on drugs and I was an alcoholic and well, I, did fuck. All that. I did it exactly. It's not the way I look at it. Fuck them, <laughs> You know. If you don't believe I belong here, come take my spot.
1: Exactly.
0: You know? Ring of Honor chose me for a reason. They signed me for a reason. I'm now working on my second contract right now. There's a reason why they resigned me, you know. I, I, I've I've told that I've told stories a number amount of times about that. Like, what are people willing to sacrifice? Mm-hmm. And I was at a I was at a um, what was that? I was at a, I was at a seminar or something like that. I was coaching or I was sitting back and I was just listening or what I was a fly in, so I was just kind of hanging out, whatever. Um, and they asked me to come in, you know, say say a few words to everybody. And I, one of the girls, she wasn't she wasn't that good in the ring. Be
3: honest.
0: Mm-hmm. Very, very unsafe from what I could tell. Okay. Yeah. Like, ah, you might want to back off from doing a lot of those moves. Like, can you at least, you know, can you front roll? Can you back roll? Can you can we break it down a little bit? You know? And she kind of threw a little bit of attitude at me. And I was, you know, whatever. You know, who, who the fuck am I? I'm nobody. You know, I, your company paid for me to be here. I didn't pay for you to be here, you know. So what your company obviously believes something in me, you know. Um and I was talking about the sacrifice thing, you know, I was telling him about my story and all this stuff. And I asked her, what are you willing to sacrifice for this business? Like, Why are you here? What, what, what is it? And she's like, Oh, I just thought it would be fun. Okay. Well, you know, you what are you willing to sacrifice for this business? You know? And she's like, Oh, I'm married and I have a great job. I, I don't need the money for wrestling. And I was like, okay, you know, I get it. But like, don't come in here and like mock what we're doing, you know, like this is how I make my living, you know? Don't take this shit seriously. Learn your fucking basics.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Learn how to front roll. Learn how to back roll. Learn how to take a fucking flat back. Learn how to take a fucking flip bump. A high school boy. Fucking whatever, you know. Don't take this shit for fucking, as it's it's a joke. Because I've put hours and hours and time into this to make, to try to perfect my craft. And I'm still working on it, you know. I don't know where I was going with that story. But I asked her what she was willing to sacrifice. And she fucking told me nothing. And that's all I needed to hear from her. I was like, okay, you know. And she asked me to watch her match. I watched her match. It wasn't that good, you know. I told her, and she didn't like that. And well, okay, you know, don't ask me. Don't ask for my honest opinion if you don't want it. The way I look at it, Fair I enough. ask you. I ask people all the time for their honest opinion. They tell me, they tell me I'm drizzling shits all the time, and I'm like, what do I need to work on? Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm not willing to take criticism in this business. You're in the wrong business. Say that much. No,
1: definitely can definitely understand that. Sledge. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, so ring of okay, so ring of honor. If it's not on uh check your local TV. If you, mm-hmm. you don't see it, if you don't see it there, roh Where can they find Sledge with Coffee at?
0: Uh Coffee with Sledge is on Twitch, twitch.tv slash sledge eight oh five. Um that's all my social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Sledge 805, keep it easy. I'm verified on Twitter, so with the verification next to me, hit that follow button. Uh, I'm not on Snapchat. I'm not on any of that crappy or, you know, TikTok at Sledge 805 And yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, I've been, them on our television.
1: I've been good the whole show, and then I screw up your name or your show at the very I end. I know.
0: What's what up with f- that? Dude, you did so good. And then you sit there and you botch like the last move, and like that was the go home.
3: <sighs> she needs more coffee.
0: There it is. Yeah, you need more of that. <laughs> <coffee>. <laughs> oh man.
1: Coffee was 805 <laughs> <laughs> Sledge, you've been awesome. Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining us. Good luck with Ring of Honor. Good luck with Coffee with Sledge. Good luck with everything going forward. But
0: uh, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much.
1: Oh my god, that was so much fun. And I know this has been like a long episode already, but there's a couple of other things that I wanted to bring up and everything. Well, WWE announced the announcement that everyone's been waiting for. Starting July 16th, they're hitting the road again and they just happened to be starting In Texas, in Houston, my hometown and everything. Now, I wanted to bring this up because a lot of people found out on social media, either Facebook or Twitter or anything like that. Funny story for me is this. I work 10 to seven. So I wake up like a little, like around eight or nine-ish in the morning and everything. I find out when I'm checking my text messages and my um, co-host, they're texting me. First, thing, first words, cat, you lucky bitch. You get Smackdown. You get money in the bank. And I'm like going, huh? And then it's like, they said like the touring was coming back. And it's was like, going, yeah, don't even give me a chance to find out on social media,
3: Jolie. You're welcome. <laughs> Why you bitch? And you found out.
1: I know. It's just the way I found out. It's just like, oh, okay. apparently <laughs> like- some of the superstars found out from social media. I know it's like I found it I come to find out it's like they didn't find out they didn't give them a heads up or anything
3: (laughs) and you know the fact that they're making SummerSlam in Vegas outside y'all gonna fucking die I
0: don't
1: know if they're gonna close wait is there is the stadium in Vegas
3: open roof or I don't know because I think that's the same weekend as the as a, a major boxing match or MMA fight so it's like I don't know if it's gonna be like it's I know it's not the MGM or anything like that, but it's like I'm looking at this like why would you put it in the fucking desert in the middle of the fucking summer, you fucking morons. And yes, Sledge, we do cuss. <laughs> um, no, we know those. But yeah, no, I, I saw that it's like you you should have just kept it in Boston. If you're able to put it up back in Boston, do Boston. If you could put it at MSG, put it at MSG. But it's like Everything is going south, literally, except for ROH. ROH is staying up here, staying in Baltimore. And I think they, uh, they haven't really announced their live shows, but it looks like they're doing East Coast, which is nice because a lot of the promotions are staying where they're at. And it's not fair for the people that are in those areas when, like, all the rumors were, oh, it's coming up here. Oh, it's coming up here. And, like, people were hoping to make plans for that. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But you are a lucky bitch to get fucking SmackDown. Because, I'm sorry, if if she's going to return, that would be the perfect time to bring her back.
1: Okay, I, I meant to ask you about that. If she happens to return on SmackDown, am
2: I allowed back on the show?
3: No, you're not. You're
2: done. <laughs>
1: Kayla, help me!
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm with the jester here, because I'm ready for <laughs> Becky to come back, too. So, And just to let you know, SummerSlam... The Allegi- uh, Allegiant Stadium is the Raiders Stadium, so it's either, it's, it's retractable. So it is? Okay. It's, it's a retractable roof, so either either have it up, because it looks like it's a baseball field, too, right? so and they do have a retractable roof. Okay, okay, perfect, so yeah, someone likely will end up being closed and everything. Las Vegas Raiders, oh, that's right, they became Las Vegas Raiders. I was like, wait, what? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, oh my god. Uh Y'all pray for me. If
1: Becky happens to come back on Smackdown and I'm there, I gotta like kiss some major ass to my co-host here just to get
3: back on my own fucking show. (laughs) The only way you'd ever to get back on this show is if you actually throw a fucking slushie at Seth Rollins' head. I get kicked out! I get kicked out! HBO, throw me in jail! (laughs) No, you have kids around you and they're starting to throw shit you throw with them. (laughs) You've... What? never been to a stadium where it's been full capacity it's probably going to be full capacity knowing them i mean i mean what like you was saying like you know they're opening everything up i and i know think citizens bank just said they're going to full capacity in june 12th um a lot of places are going to full capacity whether i agree with it or not
1: yeah and Ash- yeah astros uh, said their next home stands is going to
3: be full capacity you know and you're supposed to trust people got the vaccine. I was the only person at my job last night wearing a mask. I'll be fully vaccinated next week. I don't trust nobody. I would take it off when there was no guests in there because I, I I do know who's been vaccinated, who's not been, but my allergies are so bad. I don't care. I'm wearing a mask. Yeah. It's like last night when I was at that show, like half the people
1: there didn't have mask on and everything. And it's like, I've, um, and it's like, I'm still within my I'm still. I just got mine like second shot like less than two weeks ago, and everything. So it's like mine hasn't fully kicked in yet, and everything. But yeah, like, I think
3: oh. yours is next Wednesday or Tuesday. You, you, you'll be fully vaccinated because I think I got mine like three days after you.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. But um. Yeah, I was like, I was still, yeah, I was like still wearing my mask and everything, even when I was like meeting it. Um. Yeah, even when I was like saying hi to like uh Sunny, Kiss, and Jasmine. Oh, one one last thing and everything. Uh, the The show last night renegade wrestling revolution they that show was a blast Rise of the vixens too it was like fucking awesome jacob king scott bruce it 's like they did a fantastic job. Our girl Jasmine we sponsored her we sponsored her and everything she kicked ass unfortunately she uh, she won the match but via disqualification because uh Hollywood hit her with a damn belt and everything and so I say Hollywood owes her a rematch and i love how hollyhood came back to me on, on twitter saying i don't know people jack shit <laughs> whatever <laughs> was- match
3: that is no holds barred yeah i like that <laughs> you don't come from our girl like that yeah exactly
1: nah it's like jasmine's young and everything but she definitely threw down and i there was like a couple of times i thought she was gonna take that belt from her last night oh, but oh my god and then the and then the shocker of the night is like Nyla Rose uh, Nyla Rose ended up taking off with the main belt last night because she got okay, so the main event was Rachel Rose and Amber Rodriguez. It was for the RWR Vixens Championship. Rachel Rose was holding the belt. Um, Nyla Rose got added to the the match at the last minute and ended up winning. So it's like that's going to be very interesting. And of course, Hollywood had something to do. Hollywood like inserted herself and everything got her and added to the match and then ended up taping rachel rose to the ring ropes so she couldn't so it's like she she couldn't squirm and everything so she couldn't uh interfere and everything so yeah i uh can't wait to see what happens with that next man all right so i did say a couple of things on twitter i wanted to bring up and everything so someone said that Daniel Bryan is very close to signing a new deal with WWE. The deal includes less TV dates than his previous contract but a significant pay for each TV appearance he makes. His contract will also allow him a huge role in the creative process for WWE programming. What do you think, Kayla?
2: Um, Creative programming, truthfully, I think he'd be a good um, person for that. Also, that with a new contract that would give him a good time to um enjoy some time off with brie and the kids um and if daniel bryan can do just as a good job as jason jordan seems to be doing with the creative or sorry producer whatever um maybe please stick to smackdown maybe smackdown well smackdown don't need a kick in the face right now i think it's monday night raw that needs to kind of pick up the Needs to pick up the pace a little bit. Um it's right. gotten a little it's gotten a little better, but something's still missing. Um Becky. <laughs> yes. Like our gesture said, it is missing the wonderful Becky Lynch. Becky, honey, we want Kat on our show, so please make her return. Please. I don't care what you gotta do. I don't care if your face pops up on the screen and cuts a promo. Make your parents well know.
1: Like Money in the Bank or Raw, right? Yes. Yeah, because if she comes on on SmackDown, I'm dead.
2: Yep.
3: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Jolie? Uh, Daniel Bryan getting creative control. I'm going to absolutely love it because the man is a fucking genius. You know, maybe he could be the one to facilitate the feud that was kind of started on the bump between the very classic-looking Adam Cole and the disheveled deranged look of Seth Rollins (laughs) um and you know him pulling the whole what Cole did to Pat McAfee onto Cole like he he basically pulled an Adam Cole on the bump like you know I'm never coming back and it's Adam Cole's fault blah 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 blah. Uh, that that felt so McAfee-ish to me Uh, like that whole incident so um if he could bring up some of the guys from nxt to help liven things up on the show i think that'd be great because he would know how to do it and and where to put them because he's worked with a lot of them and honestly i feel that he would be better suited in the room because i feel that he could convince vince to go a certain way where other yes-mens would just, you know, bow to Vince's glory. And Mm -hmm. quick side note, did anybody watch the behind the scenes when Tamina and Natty came in and uh, Tamina got the hug from Vince? That made me cry because it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. that was so fucking sweet. And it's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, Vince is such a hard-ass, such a hard-ass, such a hard-ass. It's like, you see him doing the hugging of Tamina. You saw him with Becky. The yeah. man might be a hard-ass, but he knows what money is. Oh, and yeah. to the jackass that posted that Becky should never have had two belts, go fuck yourself. She didn't have a stranglehold on the belt. She went on both shows. She put on double matches, and she kicked ass. So you are a piece of shit. Never talk about wrestling ever again. Find a new hobby.
1: <laughs> and I love your response to when I, when I uh, sent you the picture about Seth. is. Uh, it's like I sent I sent you the picture with stuff, and you said, "Becky, come get your man, dude."
3: Seriously, I know a toddler, or a baby is 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 stressful, but things are called combs, dude. And I get that you're trying to like hide your bloodshot eyes from staying up till almost five o'clock in the morning because the kid won't be quiet. But you know, unfortunately, that clear eye Visine works too, dude. <laughs> There's so many parenting tips and hacks out there. Use them. Come on. And and what was All right, I will say I liked your suit this week. I thought it was very nice. I'm big fan of sugar skulls. Fucking love them. Love that whole like, you know what they mean and all that stuff. I love the the heritage behind sugar skulls. But like why are you acting like Cesaro stole something from you? Dude, like seriously, Stop! Right, pull, pull your head from your ass and go for the title. And, and one more thing about SmackDown. Thank you, fucking Aleister Black. Yes, I know you beat my biggie and the head with a black mask, but I was so fucking happy that they brought you back and they kept continuity with the blue eye. Right, I saw that picture. I was so fucking happy. Like his whole vignettes have been fucking on fire. I am so intrigued and interested in him. Um, Everybody knows I am a huge Alistair Black fan. I love him. Like, Tommy is amazing, Um, amazing person. And if you ever like, you know, eccentric clothing or check out Black Mass with an X, not an A, in the black, they've got some awesome clothes. Like, seriously, not sponsored by them. Just they got some cool ass shit. Um and like it was just he looked so good like he was so in shape he was so um Mm -hmm. I was in fucking pressed now I know it's probably going to start a feud between him and Big E but I I feel like that's the perfect spot to start him because now Apollo's gonna think oh you know alistair's on my side no motherfucker, he's gonna come for that title too and i can't wait for him to be intercontinental championship because i wouldn't mind um you know when it comes to survivor series alistair black versus anybody on that raw locker room as u.s champ i mean right now him and sheamus that'd be a fucking banger Mm -hmm. but ali ricochet i would love to see fucking ricochet versus alistair again that was amazing And, uh, you know, I just it was a, so happy to see him on my screen. And that that Fatal 4 is a fucking banger. Even like even if you were bitching about the end, like, no, dude, you guys have no idea what this just fucking set up. You guys are just bitching because you wanted Biggie to have a title. Biggie held that title for a good clip. Yes, he lost in his hometown. But you know what? We get Alistair Black back. We get more storylines we get more intriguing storylines and we now have a giant ass black mass target mm-hmm. on Apollo Cruz's face. Oh yeah. And hopefully his big man gets it first, he gets chopped down <laughs> and then Apollo gets it and you've got your new intercontinental championship holder in Alistair Black. Amen to that. Or Money in the Bank winner. I, or I will be fucking happy. But I would prefer him to start as much as I would love him to have the title Right now, he is not suited for that storyline because that storyline is becoming more interwoven with Jimmy Uso, Cesaro, and Seth. That storyline is perfect the way it is. I'm enjoying it. I think this is the perfect stepping stone for him. And if he somehow does win the briefcase, it does set up down the road. So he can be both Money in the Bank and Intercontinental Championship winners. That's what I would love for him and for this for the future storyline because of his whole corruption. You don't deserve to know what I'm going on like through all these vignettes. I feel that Kim like at the end either Seth or Roman would be the perfect culmination of that title storyline and that title end. Sorry, Kayla. Sometimes I wonder about her.
1: Like how much is going on in her head? Like twenty four seven. It just it's unreal (laughs) what that i can come up with all these storylines that they can't even come up with well actually speaking of storylines my last thing i wanted to bring up from twitter and this is a very interesting good fantasy booking something like that all right so someone brought up if ms is since Miz is injured and everything here's what they should do after um Frankie Monet makes her debut, have her first feud be with Candice, and then bring John Morrison over to NXT, and then have them go
3: against the Gargano's. I could see it. Um, honestly, I don't care who she feuds with. I don't care who her first match is against with. Um, I have just been looking forward to her actually being in ring, and. She's definitely going to create a spark within the uh, NXT women's division. Um, That would be very, very, very intriguing. But I kind of I would rather like to see her go against either Mercedes Martinez to at least her first match, Mm -hmm. or uh, Tony Storm because she's been kind of hinting at Tony for a little bit. But I would love to see. I mean, Johnny versus. Johnny,
2: <laughs>
3: uh, Johnny and Morrison—that would be a banger of a match. Slap. Um, I mean, now that he's titleless, thank you, thank you, Bronson. Thank you, Bronson. We now have three Australians holding a title. We are so proud of the land down under. Um, but yeah, know, that was that was also another fantastic match. Yep. Um, uh, I, I kind of. There was something somebody said, and this was other fantasy booking that I saw, and I want to bring this up while Kayla thinks about this. So you have Dakota and Raquel. Thank you. I wanted to say Rhea for a minute because I was thinking of the Australians, but you have Dakota and Raquel wanting the tag titles back. You have them going against Shotzi and Ember this week, uh huh. Coming up, my prediction, and they would be very interesting is that you know, you've noticed that Dakota's kind of being left alone, Raquel is pulling away slowly. Mm-hmm. She showed respect towards Mercedes, she's been acting not 100% heelish, but is heelish. So, it's like, do we want a face turn for Dakota? Have her break off, and maybe have a returning since it's getting close, hopefully this time for Tegan Knox to return, have team kick reform, or do you or would you like to see Dakota go back on a complete heel run? Me personally I want her to be face again. I love her as face. Um she's great as a villain. Really is. But I want Team Kickback. I feel that they've they were shafted so much with injuries on both parts. Right. And I feel that you know the bionic knees should come together and just completely destroy the the tag team women's division in NXT and take the titles for themselves. Okay. That's that's a pretty good spin.
1: Kayla, what you think about all that?
2: I know um, I know it's I, I know it's a lot to digest, so flourishers. I'd be I could actually see the whole Johnny versus Johnny match. We need to call it the Johnny match. Um kind of funny. Um Yes, and I congratulations to Brunson Reed for finally getting a title. Taken away from Johnny. Sheesh! Yeah, there was a lot to take in, uh, <laughs> but no. Um, looking forward to definitely looking forward to Frankie's debut. Um, I would really like to see her go after um, Tony. Um, regardless of who she goes with for her first match, she's gonna. It's gonna be one hell of a match. Cause you know anybody that's known her as Taya, she tore up the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Dakota and Raquel, Dakota face turn. Well, I could maybe deal with that. Maybe a returning Tegan Knox would be nice because I would like to see those two go after the tag titles. So, um, yeah, I've like lost my train of thought now. (laughs) I was like, wait, what was I going to say? Um, but no, um, I will just finish up on a note that, um, lately, NXT has been legit on fire. Um, I've actually watched every single match, every, um, thing going on. I think I did fast forward on a couple things, but they're not important. Um, that's it. <laughs> All right.
1: Excuse me. All right. Quick prediction for Tuesday. Who's keeping the, who's uh, walking
2: away with the title? Kayla. As, dun, much, as,
3: dun, dun.
2: as <laughs> much as much as I would love to see Finn become the first ever three-time NXT champion to hold that title, to break away from everybody else. I hate to say it, Finn. I love you, buddy. And I told you that when I met you in the virtual meet and greet. But TikTok, fall and pray, because Mr. Karrion Cross is retaining. All right. Jolie?
3: So my prediction is that Karrion Cross will retain, and it'll be the last time we see Finn in NXT. Really? I feel that he. It's time for him to come back to me.
1: Okay, and they can. But wait, what? A lot of people keep saying about NXT and everything is that it doesn't have a, like a lot, a lot of star power right now and everything. So, and I, again, this is what I'm reading. Not that I agree with it and everything. So, it's like, do you think that'll t- take away from NXT if he goes back to Raw?
3: No, because you've got Ciampa, you've got Thatcher, you've got Volter. I think Volter is going to. Um, most likely come over you've got imperium there's plenty of star power there you've got a lot of these guys coming up that are gonna need tv time and i'm sorry finn's taking away from that i love finn i love finn to death hell i want carrying cross to lose to somebody else so that he can come up to me to raw or smackdown i want to see him versus bobby lashley i want to see him versus roman reigns i want to see him versus cesaro i want him seen rough shot over fucking everybody that's what I want to see. I'll see Carrion Cross killing everybody on the roster. Killing everybody. TikTok taking everybody's time and all their titles. Okay. I, I, want uh, see, I, I want to see. I wanna see that. I feel that you've got all these guys that are just wasting away, all these women just wasting away. We need to bring up. Shotzi, we need to bring back up Ember, we need to start bringing up Candace and Indy, we need to bring up Dakota we need to bring some of these women to infuse the younger, the other women that are down there up, ew, she's gotta come up, I'm sorry, she's gotta come up
1: and I do have to say one thing real quick, WWE we want Keith Lee back I saw something that he actually is cleared but they're not using him we
3: want Keith Lee back Again, I I, we don't know if that was true or not. Ringside has been posting shit, so I don't trust anything that ringside says. I do believe his tweet where he says we're just waiting. They could also be making sure that his lung capacity is okay. You have to understand if we're gonna start going back on the road, we're gonna start traveling, we got to make sure they have to make sure anybody that was affected with COVID can do the scheduling once we get Very back true. on the road i feel that they, he will be a part of the storylines i feel that me is going to be part of the storylines again you just we we need i think they maybe they don't know what should they want to put them on because they want to put they don't know if carmela is going to go to raw now because of fucking Corey, or are they going to move keith and mia to smackdown like we they they don't know what they're doing yet so i think as much as it sucks not seeing him on TV and as much as it would suck, it sucks because I think that he, Dijakovic and Mace could create the fucking triple terror of powerhouses uh, stable going on there, you know. Just fucking rough, run rough shot on everybody too. But right. it's just like, you know, I, I, I want my biggest fear is for anybody that has had COVID that still might have lingering lung issues can do it you know if he's cleared he's cleared then get on a fucking storyline stop twiddling your thumbs and rotating your thumbs up your asses because you're missing out on a fantastic amazing big man or if you're not going to use him, put him back fuck down in the next day
1: and i also did think about this first weekend back on first
3: weekend back touring is in texas again like i said a lot of times they're waiting for certain things right now we have Unfortunately right now there are storylines that are in progress that he's not going to make any sense. True. All right, in other Kayla, words, can't be patient. Kayla, you were wagging your finger. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kayla. Yes, I'll be
2: patient. Um No, no. Um Jolie had said something about bringing Cross up to you know watch him dominate the main roster. Um it made me think of something on December 26, 2016. A is there irresistible force took out a certain blondie that helps Mr. Carrion Cross. So, in reality, Miss Scarlet owes Miss Nia Jax a bitch slap in the
3: face. Ooh. Hey, Scarlet, there is a certain redhead that'll team up with you to take down that fucking tree trunk. Just saying. She will go low you can go high or you guys can do whatever the hell you want but um if you need there is a certain redhead that'll help you take her the fuck out oh i would love that tag team oh i would love that tag team and can for the love of fuck can shayna and naya not keep getting rematches and can they stay on their own fucking show you are raw superstars stay the fuck off of smackdown give the riot squad their tag titles matches give fucking anybody else but do not give those fucking bitches their titles again I'm done I'm done I'm done with them having the title shots I'm fucking done yeah Monday better be it, I'm, it this is like complete and utter
1: bullshit oh. alright that's a good place to end <laughs> alright well this was a hell of an episode thank you uh, that's all we have for this episode the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one